Welcome to Sastery in the Making, the podcast that features the people who made the software world what it is today and the leaders who are shaping the future of technology. Here's your host, Matt Wallach. Okay, I have some questions for you. Social listening and analytics. Do you know what it's about? Do you know how to do it? That is something I want to ask you. And also, what about your social media presence? How focused are you on your presence on social media? And what about how do you take a company from brand new to very strong and getting to that growth stage? We are going to talk about all of those things today. This is Sastery in the Making. I am your host, Matt Wallach, and I am delighted to be joined by my special guest, Samir Narker. Samir, how are you doing? I'm doing good, Matt. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for having me here. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think uh, we're going to have a really good conversation today, and I cannot wait. Let me tell the world about who you are, Samir, because you've got a lot of great background. So Samir is the founder of Connect Insights. This is a social listening and analytics tool. It's really sharp. It can do a lot of different things. I'm going to let Samir talk to you about that in just a little bit. But he's also the founder and chief software architect of Prudence Analytics and Software Solutions. So he really understands starting tech companies and building them and growing them. He's been published all around the place, including publications like Entrepreneur. So once again, Samir, thank you for coming on the show. My pleasure, Matt. Awesome. Well, let me ask you, what's been going on with you lately and with the company and what's coming up for you guys? So as you know, Connect Insights is a social listening and analytics platform. So we are a product that helps brands to listen to the conversations from the web and social media. And we give you very good dashboards and reporting and BI tools. So uh, this is how we've been working for last four to five years. We have some of the top brands using this product. And the work that we continuously do is making this product a much better than what it was yesterday. So there are new versions that keep coming. You know, every couple of years, we bring new versions. A lot of things from our customers try to bring that into the product. So there's a new version that's getting launched in the next month. Uh, We're very excited about it. We've been working for around that product, uh, the new version, during COVID times. So... It was a great experience to also, you know, develop and release a product during such times when we are not together. When COVID started uh, in March, we had one small release to be done and our team was discussing, let's get back to office by April, May, and we'll do that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that thing, uh, you know, over a period of last eight to nine months, we were working on this new version. That's uh, amazing. That's beautiful. And we are very excited to launch that. Uh, so more work is happening on, on that new launch. Beautiful. Beautiful. I love that you said that you're working on improving based on feedback and such. How do you as a team source that feedback? I'm sure you're getting stuff in the sales conversations. I'm sure you're hearing stuff from your customer support people who are working with current customers. How do you as a team decide you know, how to adjust roadmap and how to decide what to pick? I just had a conversation with my clients about this this week. That's why it kind of sparked something for me because they were asking the same thing. And I know I've got some ideas and some things have worked and not worked in my career. But for you guys at Connect Insights, how do you kind of get that information and figure out what's best to build? Right. See, when uh, when you build a product, you get to a certain stage and when you have certain customers and then you are constantly thinking about getting a few more features in that product. So it's your ideas plus the ideas that come from the customers. When they kind of align, then you finally go ahead and decide, yeah, this is what we are going to do. So that feedback is very important. And the feedback comes when you are constantly in touch with your customers. When you release a new feature, ask them about the feedback and they give you more ideas, you know, 
that is how you kind of come together and and build a better product and there could be many products in our uh, space uh, but each product is different and each product is different because uh, all the top brands listen to to the customers right we listen to the customers and what they want based on that we make changes now the way we manage this feedback is uh, we use trello uh, for that you know so if a sales team goes out and uh, does a very good demo and they get a good feedback they'll kind of make a card in trello similarly customer success will do and we have uh, meetings every monday which is a very formal meeting but informally also we talk about things that the customers spoke about so it's constantly that discussion is happening and earlier it was very easy very smooth we used to sit together uh, if a call is done by a customer care team she will run and come to the product uh, guys and and talk about it covid taught us different ways of communicating so we kind of make sure that there are formal calls uh, to ensure that whatever good feedback that we get from the customers are implemented in the product and as such we are a very very tech savvy company you know so our focus has been towards the product i mean a lot of people talk about marketing and sales which is of, of course in its own place absolutely right but we are more of a product first company and believe that the more we do for the customers what they want the customizations that they want and if that makes sense give it to every cust- every single customer that is where we we kind of add value to the product that's beautiful i love that you guys have such a process and focus behind that i think that's really critical and and super important I want to know more about Connect Insights. It's a really, really interesting tool. So what exactly is it when you say you're a social CRM tool? Can you explain a little bit about that? Yeah. So, you know, social CRM, social listening, social analytics, there are different kind of uh, terms that people use. Uh, So as a product, what we do is we help the brands to listen to the conversations from all over the web and social media. So it it is built on big data, horizontally scaled, distributed architecture. So we pull in data from all over the web, millions and millions of blogs, forums, consumer forums, news sites, we crawl. Uh, And in addition to that, we also get data from the social media platforms, Uh, whether it's Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn, uh, your app store reviews, Play Store reviews, your emails, your business manager account data. We get everything. So as a brand, wow. whether it's a public conversation or a private conversation, we get that data. And once we get that data, you respond to the customer queries. You take action on that data. There are different workflows where different team members can be part of that response management. You have ticket-wise uh, you know, data and you understand how much time do you take to respond to the customers. So all those kind of reports come under social CRM. But under social listening, the reports such as what is the sentiment, how our brand is pursued versus the competition, which different kind of people are talking, what influencers are talking, and so on and so forth, and the content analysis that you do on social media platforms. So it's an all-in-one tool for everything that is related to brand conversations on the web. So it's listening analytics as well as analytics of what you are doing on the social media platforms. So that's what we offer. And and because it's a product that is uh, used by, uh, you know, it is used by mostly all brands because anyone from whether it's uh, automobiles, aviation, banking, financial services, telecom, QSR, IT, e-commerce, they kind of all need this kind of products. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, your, your reputation online and what's happening out there is so, so important. And, you know, social listening, I, I, I love that you guys, I didn't know you were going into like reviews and forums and such. That's amazing that your tool can get that deep. And I would imagine... For these brands to be able to consolidate that information is probably very valuable to be able to kind of get a sense for what the market is thinking and how the market is moving based on what they're saying. I'm sure once you kind of put it all together, it makes yeah. it a lot easier for them to understand really what's happening out there. Is that right? 
Yeah, I mean, getting this data is the first thing. I mean, one of the tagline that we have is connect insights, listen, evaluate and act. Okay, so we help you listen, we help you evaluate and we help you act. Okay, so based on the insights that you get, uh, you can act on this data and it can be a lot of data. I mean, you know, data is not the thing, you know, what you make sense out of that is, is an important thing. So cool dashboards and reports and beautiful looking dashboards, theme based. BI tools where you can customize your own charts. That's where the product has evolved. Always as good as it is now in terms of data, some improvements have happened, but the huge improvements have happened on the way we represent that data and show you that data. And based on the feedback that we have got from the customers that, can you do this also? Can you get us that data also? And there was a brand that said, you know what, I love your data, but we are a brand that is into moving trains and we also want SMS data. And they said that, do something so that I can even get SMS data. And and we did it like we, we said that in the meeting within five minutes. Yes, we can do that as well without getting wow. any SMS provided. So there is one brand that says we have a lot of call center data, but I love your dashboards. I want that data to be part of your tool. Can you do something? We said, fine. Yes, we can work with that team. Give us the APIs and we'll also integrate your call center uh, data for with our dashboard. So that's how you kind of evolve. You know, your customers really help you to evolve. Uh, as long as you're willing to help them. Yeah, I think that's brilliant. That evolution, that growth is so important and something that has to continually happen. What I want to do is kind of take a step back, back to your early days. You know, when you're new, what did you do to kind of get the company kickstarted, get it going? How did you reach out to customers and kind of convince them that this was something that they should invest in and they should actually take on as another tool within their stack? Right. So when we started uh, working on this platform, we were obviously, I mean, this was not the first idea. This was a derivative of something that I was working on. Uh, (laughs) A pivot, as they say. (laughs) (laughs) So I knew a lot of mistakes that I did in my first, uh, you know, stint. So what we did was before we started writing code, I I reached out to some of the uh, digital marketing agencies. And since our product is uh, into a space where most of our clients are digital marketing agencies, it was very easy to reach out to them uh, compared to the brands. You know, I can pick up a phone, call them. And I was like doing it before I started writing first line of code. So for the first, first 15, 20 days, I did that. I reached out to these customers, understood what is the requirement. So we decided that, you know, having all the reporting into one is a value, is a value, if, if not a great product that we can build what we have today. Okay. So that was the idea with which we started and we started developing. When the product was ready, to be kind of, you know, taken to the companies. We, we faced a lot of problems because obviously we'll not be as good as other products in the market when you have no customers and with all the constraints that you have as a startup. So we kind of reduced our pricing, tried to offer the product for free. It was kind of still not working. Then some improvements in the product. So eventually when we got our first customer, that is when we realized a lot of things. We got to know from them. These are the improvements that we need to do because you can do a lot of research on your own. You can see other products, you can study a lot, see a lot of videos, but only when you have first few customers is when you get to know what is the right uh, path to build the product. Okay, So initially there were a lot of problems and obviously this product requires a lot of server space. We kind of pull in data from all over the web of all the data that we pull, there could be less than 0.1% that actually matches the customer data. Okay. Mm-hmm. So still we pull everything from the web. 
So obviously we were not having so many servers. And after certain customers that we had, we decided to migrate it to a big data architecture and, and it was a slow progress, but it was purely based on the customer feedback that we got initially. So my learnings were before you kind of get into a product development, learn from your customers, learn from your customers. What, what do you want? Build something, again, take it to the market, build something, again, take it to the market. So those failures are going to come and uh, you should think that as a, as a feedback more than, you know, not being able to sell your product. So it took us two years, you know, honestly, before I, I got my first client, <laughs> maybe more than two years to get my first client. Yeah. So it, it is a tough phase, but as long as you're learning, it's it's not bad. I think that's so well said. And yeah, sometimes it takes a while, but two really critical things I pulled out of what you just said, Samir. One, before you even start writing the code, understand your market, go out, have those conversations. I love that you did that. I just had a coaching session earlier this week where I was teaching my clients to do exactly that. Go have conversations with people in your market. Go understand what are they feeling? What are they seeing every day? What are they striving for? What are they having trouble with? What are they worried about? And once you really understand that, that lets you develop the product and develop even the rest of it, your marketing, your messaging, your pitch, all of it to that person. So getting that ideal customer profile, that ICP, is critical. I love that you did that. And then beyond that, I love that you had that early stage period. I think that too many times these days, people forget about beta. Beta used to be the thing. And now people like skip beta, we're just going right to market. I think beta can be very critical because like you said, those first customers, you learned a lot and it was really, really valuable and important to you. And this is another thing that I say is founders, founders, please, please, be the ones talking with your first customers. You need to be the ones doing the sales, having those interactions, understanding what they're looking for, what they need. And it's so important because you can understand them more and then take that back and make the product even better. It sounds like you did that, Samir. Yeah, that's true. I mean, uh, most uh, founders like me are, are product guys, are techies, yeah. And, and we are kind of, you know, reluctant, little shy to reach out to the customers. I'm no different. I was the same I had difficulties picking up the call, make a cold call, but I had no choice <laughs> because I was the only person who could do it. And because, you know, in the earlier uh, kind of product that we were working on, I did the mistake that a lot of founders do. And you sit in office, code, 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 and then realize that, oh, you know, someone has, has a better product than you and you're nowhere close to what they have. So it was a learning from that uh, failure that, you know, we knew that. But there's a flip side to it, you know, and and not exactly the flip side, but a kind of worry that we have when we take half big product into the market that we might not get a second chance with this customer. This fear is there. But uh, honestly, when you get a better product and have a good messaging, you can again reach out to that customer and say, fine, when, we, when you saw us last, uh, we had a lot of uh, issues. We have solved them. Can you have a look at it again? And I mean, my learning was not to kind of, you know, take that as step uh, to go backwards. Reach out to the customers. You'll get a second chance if, if your product is not up to the mark. I love that. The communication with customers is so critical. But what I want to know is because you're in a space that has, you know, it's fairly crowded. You've got other tools that to the customer, at least look similar. I know that yours does some things that they don't. What are you doing to differentiate your product and your brand away from the competition? Yeah. When, uh, People look at the tools and if you search for social media tools or social listening tools, it looks crowded, but it is crowded at more at social media management tools, not so much at social listening and social CRM. And there are very few products that offer everything into one. 
social management plus social crm plus social listening plus analytics so it seems crowded for someone who kind of is not into it but uh, if you are into this industry you'll realize that there are three or four products that offer everything and how do we differentiate against those products is by offering all in one and more importantly easy to use and still a simple product that gives you everything and good dashboards and bi tools so that's a differentiating factor which uh, we are able to tell before the demo show the product and when they experience the product these are the four things that stand out out of which the one that is very dear to me is it's still simple to use okay you can build all the features in the world but if you make it complicated then it's not great for the user so over the years i learned a lot on ui and ux along with the team that i that i have and we kind of make it sure that we might build a product a um, new feature but it still has to be simple they should learn the product without being trained and we kind of learned that our product is simple when we reached out to the customers who are non english speaking okay so there is mm-hmm. there is a client in um, or there are a lot of clients in the middle east who don't speak english and uh, we have to translate everything via translator in arabic and we thought you know these guys are going to come back with a lot of queries but that didn't happen <laughs> and wow. our customer fact that uh, yeah and now we can say that our customers say that our product is easy to use that's amazing so you translated the product into arabic or your messaging no, no, no. what what was it no, no. so uh, the product the way it looks like it's still in english but because it's a multilingual product in a way when you put in keywords and put in social profiles the data that comes in works in all written languages wow not the menus and the buttons and all they are still in english but the data that comes in is it depends on the language that you enter so it works for all written languages wow that's really cool very very cool stuff that must be awesome for your team to go from this small team and then all of a sudden you're worldwide and you've got companies here you've got companies here all over the place how's that feel Yeah, feels good. I mean, yeah. The, uh, I mean, when we started, also we knew that this product needs to be built for everyone in the world uh, across the globe because it's a social listening suite. If it works for one country, then it has to work for all other countries. That was from day one. So we architected that ways. You know, uh, smart. I love that you had that vision right from the start. That's super, super important. And sometimes people don't think that big early, but I love that you had that, and I think that's one of the testaments to why you guys are seeing success. But what else Samir what are some of the other best things that you've done we've already heard you listen to your customers really well you iterate based on that what are some of the best things that you as a company at Connect Insights have done to get you to where you are today Yeah I mean uh, I'm very specific with the way we communicate to our customers uh, whether it's on our website or when we reach out to them when we do demos when we do after sales when we do support and we have a very clear voice and tone document and i mean we talk a lot about the values that we are this and we are not this so our messaging is very clear and i kind of reiterate that to my team over and over again that yes we are we are exclusive but we are empathetic and we are energetic you know follow threes i think that that helps a lot because there are times when you are very close to closing a deal and you kind of differ from what are your core values that shouldn't happen i think uh, once you have a clear framework of values uh, and do's and don'ts that communication has to be consistent whether it's a marketing communication or whether it's a, a communication via when you're doing sales and whenever the support team is kind of communicating so a lot of testimonials that we get from our customers they talk a lot about the customer support and you know how good our team is into listening to the customer feedback they generally get an opinion that you know if someone higher in the authority gives a feedback then only people will implement that in the product but here you know even if the junior user kind of gives a feedback if that makes sense we implement that in the product that is what uh, a lot of our customers say 
and i love that you know because uh, yes sales is important you know all the marketing and product thing that you do is important but you'll get uh, product advocates or or good customers via the feedback that you get from your existing customers and that word of mouth works initially uh, going forward also that word of mouth will give you more customers than all the marketing efforts that you do <laughs> so i think uh, that is very important I completely believe it. And I've seen that if you have excellent customer service and you're showing your customer base that you care and you want to take care of them, that's going to pay dividends over and over. And I teach my clients, it starts right from sales. You have to be able to sell correctly, sell the right thing. I love that you tell your team, make sure you understand we are not this so that they're not selling to the wrong people. They're not selling the wrong idea to the wrong person because that person's going to get in and they just don't like it. And then they tell people they don't like it. So I love it. It starts right from your messaging, right in marketing and in sales. You're making sure you're selling the right people. You've got your core values laid out. You've made it very clear what you want, what you don't want. And then through customer service, making sure they understand how important each customer is. Samir, you're doing everything right. I just love hearing stories like that. So kudos to you and the team for making that happen. Thanks, man. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Well, this has been an awesome conversation. I've loved learning more about what you guys are doing at Connect Insights. But how shall our audience learn more about you, Samir, and the company? You can hit our website, connectinsights.com. We are very active on Instagram and LinkedIn. We talk a lot on social listening and analytics. We make white papers, case studies. That's everything there on the website. Apart from the product that we're launching, we're also coming up with a new website this time because there's a lot of content that we have created, but we've been not able to put that on the website. So we'll do that now. And yeah, Connect Insights starts with K, connectinsights.com. That's where you can find us. Okay, perfect. For everybody listening on a podcast, that'll be in the show notes so you can see it there. And uh, Samir, this has been awesome. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thanks, Matt. It was great chatting with you. I keep listening to a lot of your podcasts and uh, and the LinkedIn posts that you make. And I love them. <laughs> thank you. I really appreciate that. Thank you for the support. And for everybody else out there, thank you for listening and or watching. If you like this, if you want to hear more from innovators and people who are in the SaaS space, trying to make it better, trying to improve, if you want to learn more, please subscribe. And then also please like and make sure that other people are hearing about the show so we can help them as well. So I look forward to talking to you next week. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Sastery in the Making. Join us next episode for another look into how today's visionaries are creating the next generation of innovation.